Blog Talk Radio. Lord, let the wind of your Holy Spirit come forth. When the wind of the Spirit blows, warrior, come on and ride the wind. When the wind of the Spirit blows, warrior, come on and ride the wind.
everybody to another edition of Young Disciples on Pine Ridge Warriors Radio. It is July 27th, 2016, and I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. And if you're new to the show, uh, I want to encourage you to go check out PineRidgeWarriors.com where you can find all of the information about us, what we do, and what we have available to you guys as far as articles, uh, contact information, and as well as all of our previous broadcasts, which are all linked on there. Um, if you're joining us live right now, you're joining us on MixLR, or you're joining us on Blog Talk Radio, and if you're catching this after the fact you've you've obviously found our blog talk radio account our soundcloud or our itunes uh rss feed so i want to say thank you to everybody that's been taking time out of their day out of their week out of their weekends whatever it may be to tune in to pine ridge warriors uh as a means of seeking the word of god and seeking what he has for you so i want to say thank you and i want to say a big thank you as well to everybody that's been uplifting us in prayer and i just want to encourage you guys um to continue to encourage us in prayer uh, or to intercede on our behalf to the Father because, you know, without your prayers and without the support of you guys in prayer, what we need to do is a lot harder to get done. And, uh, you know, it's it's the faith that moves the mountain. So the faith behind the prayer definitely moves the mountain. I don't care if, you know, it's a two-second prayer or it's a five-minute or an hour-long prayer. You guys, prayers make the difference when it comes down to it because in the Bible it says that we are supposed to do all things through prayer and suffering application to our father so i want to say thank you to all of those who have heard the call and who have obeyed uh likewise and and sent those prayers up to the father to really help propel curtis and i not just in our individual walks with the lord but uh for our ministry as well because you guys i mean you guys are are why we're here it's not about us it's about you so i just want to say thank you uh and i actually do want to encourage everybody to prayerfully also consider supporting us financially if that's uh something you haven't done or if it has has been something that you have been doing. I want to say thank you. Um, you know, we have all of the information listed on the site, pineridgewarriors.com. We have a support section. We have a contact section. If you guys ever need anything, if you need prayer, if you need somebody to talk to, if you need counsel, get in touch with us. Um, if we're not able to to, to help you out, we'll, we know somebody who can, and we can put you in, in line with the right 
veins and the right venues and the right people to get you to where you need to go. So, you know, getting in touch with you guys, getting those calls from you guys, it is so encouraging and uplifting to Curtis and I. It's like unbelievable, you know, just just the the filling that happens when we were able to commune one with another and really see the hearts of the body start to mend together, uh, to be woven together, I mean. So I want to say thank you for everybody who has reached out, and I want to encourage everybody to reach out because, you know, you may say, why would I talk to these people I've never met from the radio? But I promise you that we will both likewise walk away with a blessing out of that, uh, you know, just opening your hand and saying, Lord, what does what does this have for me? So I want to encourage you guys to get in touch with us because we love you, and, you know, we, we want to be able to impart to you what the Lord has imparted to us and, uh, you know, everything, everything in the spirit of love. And, uh, you know, we we love you. That's all. As well, we have been uh, working on some t-shirts, so if you're interested in getting a hold of some cool Christian t-shirts, go over to Pine Ridge Warriors Facebook page, and you will be able to see what we have available there for you. If you're interested, let us know. Email us, pineridgewarriorscontact at gmail.com, and uh, we'll get back to you as soon as possible to let you know. And with that being said, Curtis, did I miss anything? Um, not that I know of. I mean, I know that you mentioned the t-shirts and all that other fun stuff. And, um, listen, you guys, brothers and sisters, uh, I'm about to send out another mailing list here in a little bit. Um, so if we don't have your guys' email address, I would see, please, uh, ask if you guys want us to, uh, to just receive, just to see what, uh, what we're up to. You know, it's, uh, you're not obligated to receive it. You're not obligated to donate, but I just want to send something out, uh, a little newsletter to the, to the listeners out there. So if you, if we don't have your mailing address, you guys, please send it to us at Pine Ridge Warriors Contacts at gmail.com and um, ho- hopefully we'll be able to get that into the mail to you as soon as possible. Um, other than that, love, that's just about it. Um, oh yeah, uh, you guys, please pray for me. Um, father-in-law and brother-in-law as we go and, and we venture out uh, this weekend um, on our little canoeing trip and uh, pray all, all goes well. Um, other than that, love, I think that's about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you can think of? No, sir. All right. With that being said, brothers and sisters, I want to ask my wife to go ahead and open us up in prayer because without the Lord being present, I don't want to do nothing. Without the Lord being present, I can't do nothing into myself. So with that being said, love, go ahead and take her away. Okay. Lord God, I just want to approach your throne room right now, and I want to say thank you for everything that you've been doing, Lord Jesus, everything that you're consistently doing, because there's never one time in the spirit or in this time frame that we live in, Lord God, where you're not moving, where you're not doing something, Lord Jesus. Even if we can't see it, Lord God, our spirit men, the true self of who we are, knows that you're always moving and you're always stirring, and you're always looking for the arms that are open, for the eyes that are open, for the ears that are open, Lord God, because there's not one, one moment in time where you're not speaking to your sheep, Lord God, where you're not calling out for us to come out of somewhere, Lord God, where you're not crying for us to be promoted, Lord Jesus, because all you want to do is you want to take your children and you want to pull us up and you want to pull us out and you want to pull us up again and you want to pull us up again, Lord God, but sometimes our hearts are just not ready for the places that you want to take us yet, and that's why we spin our wheels and we say, Father, when is this going to end? When am I coming out of of this valley, Lord God? When are you going to pull me out of this muck and mire? So, Lord God, in these children who are crying out, to you so much and every day Lord God even in their night seasons when their spirit men are crying out saying Lord when is it time when is it time when is it time Lord Jesus that you would even start now to prepare their hearts for what you have for them Lord God for the greatness and the glory that is supposed to be placed upon them Lord Jesus because we know that you will only give us what we can handle but Lord God our hearts are desperately wicked and we cannot know it 
But, Lord God, when we, we come to you with humbleness and, Lord, we say we repent to you, Lord, when we give everything that we are to you, God, you're able to do that magnificent and wonderful work that none other can do, Lord God. And you can cleanse and you can sanctify, Lord Jesus, and you can align our hearts and our minds into the place where we need to be so that you can take us where you want to show us, Lord God, where you want to put our hands to work, Lord God, where you want to put the tears of our hearts into, Lord God, whether it be into souls, Lord God, or whether it to be laboring in the field for a time and a season. But, Lord God, we know that everything that you do even when we cannot see it, and even when we cannot hear the wind of your spirit blowing, Lord God, but that it is moving and that you are moving, Lord Jesus, because until time stops, Lord God, you will always be with the children who you have filled. So, Lord God, fill us up and fill us more than we have ever, ever felt before, Lord God. Fill us so much that we are just bursting at the seams that we cannot help but to pour out into every street and into every corner that we we walk by, Lord God, because that's what it's about. It's not about establishing the foundations of just salvation anymore, but Lord God, it's about spreading out the kingdom of God on this earth like we'd spread butter on a piece of toast, Lord Jesus, because we are in so much of a valley of dry bones right now. Lord God, I don't care if we're neck deep in the religious society, into the religious institutions, Lord God, or if we're neck deep somewhere along the street looking at a pride parade, Lord God, we are in a valley of dry bones right now and there are only so many of us that have the living water gushing in and through us so Lord God allow us to take your hand Lord God and allow us to take you by the hand and take your spirit by the hand to be able to spread out your spirit and your living water Lord God amongst the dry bones and upon the dry bones Lord God so we can say come forth pick up your bed and walk and go and sin no more and preach the kingdom for the kingdom has come nigh unto us because Lord the kingdom does not just come nigh unto one or another but Lord it comes nigh unto all there has not been one person that has lived on this earth that has not felt the stirring of your spirit that has not been given the choice of whether they wanted to serve the kingdom or whether they wanted to serve the world so Lord God I pray that you prepare the hearts that are both lost and found right now for Lord God where you want to take them out of and where you want to put them next because there's such a season of promotion coming upon your people but promotions can only happen in a now moment and if we're not ready in that now moment lord god i'm afraid there's so many that are gonna miss it and we'll be waiting here until the next time comes around for the season of promotion to come upon us lord god we're all in the elevator of life right now we're all in the elevator of the spirit but we have to be willing to go up we have to be willing to put ourselves on the chopping block lord god we have to be willing to shed the weight of the world so that we may go forth and go upwards but lord god all too often our minds are set on things that are of this world we're worrying and we're in fear of man lord god we're worrying so much about how we're going to pay the bills next month lord god we're we're worried about oh my lord what about my family what is my family going to think of me i'm going to lose my brother i'm going to lose my sister my mother will never look at me the same way again but lord god you never called us to fit in you said that our family ceases to be that of flesh and blood when we enter the kingdom, but it becomes that who do the will of the Father and that who, who go 
goes to go and establish the kingdom. So, Lord God, come forth, bring your family forth in all that you have for them to do, Lord God, and let us know for all times and for all seasons that you are everything for us and everything to us, and it doesn't matter what we hold on to right now, Lord God, but that we need to let it go, that we need to shed it, that we need to shed everything that we once were, Lord God. Because when we came into this second birth, into the birth of the Spirit, Lord Jesus, what should have happened is that the old man died completely. But because of our inability to bring up our minds and to bring up our souls and to bring up our spirits, Lord, we find ourselves falling once, falling twice, falling three times and feeling like we're just left for dead. And we ask you, Lord, is it worth it? And you say, if you've, only, if you've only been listening to me, daughter, if you've only been listening to me, son, you would know that it's worth it. And I could have taken you from here and put you there months ago, years ago. But because you decided to hold on to the things that were so close to you of this world, I was not able to pull you out or to pull you up. So, Lord God, prepare the hearts and prepare the minds, Lord Jesus. Put us on your, 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 your potter's wheel, Lord God. Crush us ever so many times that we have no impurities left in us, Lord God. Let us shed the scars and shed the hurt, Lord God. But let us first put away the fear. Let us first put away the worry. And, Lord, let us set our minds on things of virtue, how you said in Philippians that we were supposed to put our, our thoughts on the things of virtue you on things of good report lord god because all too often the worries plague us we worry we worry we worry but we forget that all is in your hands and it always has been god and we forget about the love and the compassion in which we are to move in and move forth lord god and the spirit of love which is upon us and in us and has anointed us to be as such so lord god Prepare our hearts for who you want to make us and who you have hit up in in the heavens to make us to be. Allow us to understand that our beings are not of, of this natural means, Lord God. It is what we're bound by, but it is not who we are. Allow us to understand that these hands and what they can do on this earth is only build things of natural means, Lord God. We can only hold back the waters of the flood with sandbags for so long. But, Lord God, when we allow your spirit to move through us and in us, Lord God, and as we yield ourselves to what you have for us, Lord Jesus, there is nothing we cannot do. From the tears of our hearts, we will build the walls of your kingdom, Lord God, your kingdom that is coming in your glory, Lord Jesus. And until the time where you arrive, Lord God, we will not be able to physically see it, but we can see the manifestation of it through us. So, Lord God, build this generation like you've never built a generation before, Lord God. Come forth as your bride, Lord Jesus. Call them forth as your bride, Lord God, the one without spot and the one without blemish, the one that sets their their eyes on things that are above and not that that are below, Lord God. Let us let us meditate and let us contemplate on all things which are good, all things are, are which that are which 
the report of the Lord is, Lord God, that we would not believe the report of the world. Lord Jesus, if we bid to the doctor and we've heard of the disease and the illness that is plaguing our bodies, let us not hear the words or the report of the doctors, Lord. Let us not hear the report of the world, but let us hear us let us hear the report of the kingdom and the report of our Father and our God that says, You are healed, thus saith the Lord, that says, Pick up your bed and walk, thus saith the Lord, that says, This is a testimony that will live on for the next 40 and 50 years, thus saith the Lord. Because we can't put ourselves in natural means and expect the natural means to heal our physical state, Lord God. We are, we, are spir- we are spiritual beings, Lord God, so only the Spirit can heal us. Only the Spirit can rectify what has gone wrong in us. So, Lord God, allow us to let go of everything that we once were. Let us let go of our former selves and our former beings because, Lord God, we have been born again and we have risen from the ashes. But what we fail to understand is we are no longer just bound by this flesh, Lord God. We are no longer just this flesh, but, Lord God, we have become spirit one with you. One with you to build your kingdom, Lord God. And let us understand that the worries of this world are what would have once plagued us before we became spirit with you, Lord God. Let us know that in our stillness you are God and you will fight our battles for us. And when we try to fight our battles by ourselves, Lord God, it's like hot oil and water, Lord Jesus. It makes a mess and people get hurt. So let us not lean unto our our own understanding, but Lord God, let us be patient and temperate with what you have given us and the time that you have given us here. And let us redeem that time, the time that we have missed, the time that we have spent worrying and that we have spent asking why and we have spent asking what if Lord God let us redeem that time let us look back on our past and let us say thus saith the Lord and let us see it change because Lord God you have given us the authority and the power over all things here and that is inclusive of time Lord God because when I was saved and when I called upon your name Lord God All things passed away, and behold, all things became new. Everything that I have done in my past, which was a sin unto you, Lord God, has been dead and gone, and it is as gone as the east is from the west. There is no such thing as a past sin of mine, Lord God, because you have come, and you have sanctified me, and you have redeemed me, Lord God, in your presence and in your spirit, Lord God, and as you have with all of your children. So, Lord God, loose the shackles of the guilt and the blame that your children face right now, because it's not them, Lord God. Let them not listen to the report of the devil. Let them not listen to the report of the world, Lord God, but let them listen to the report of your mouth from your tongue, Lord God, that says you are beautiful, fearfully, and wonderfully made, that I created you in my image, and I do not make mistakes. Brothers and sisters, the Lord did not make a mistake on any one of us. Lord God, let your love flow 
from your belly, Lord God, in your mouth into the people that are listening right now, even into their night season, so that they may feel your presence for themselves, Lord God, that they may feel your warmth and your embrace and your your presence come over them as waves, cleansing them in their spirits and in their souls, Lord God, in their bodies and in their minds, so that they may be loosed from all all iniquity and all sin that they they found themselves bound up and that they thought that made them, Lord, that the decisions that they've made have made them, Lord God, because that is not true. That is a lie of the devil, Lord Jesus. So I just pray that you would lose the spirit of truth upon these people, whether they be listening this hour now or whether they be listening in the future, Lord God, because there is no time in the kingdom. In the kingdom, there is only now. And now is where we make our decisions. Now is where we make our moves. Now is where we do more than just speak words. Now is where we act the kingdom. So, Lord God, I just pray that your presence fill the hearts of these people, Lord God, that the words that go forth tonight would not be hindered, and, Lord God, that the the tongues of mixture would be silenced, Lord Jesus, that nothing would inhibit the pureness and the rawness of your word, Lord God, your living word, the word that was before time and will be after time, Lord God. Let it not be inhibited and let it go forth as a sword, Lord Jesus, to sever the meat from the fat, Lord God, so that we may eat equally from the tree of life, so that we may know who you are, so that we may know who you are in a greater capacity than when we came here earlier, Lord Jesus. Be with us now as this goes forward, Lord God, so that your love and your your just your your mind would come forth from my husband, Lord God. Let us not be hindered by what we think or by what we can reason, but Lord, let us lean always on your spirit and always on your voice and let us always be listening, Lord God. Open the ears and the eyes and the understanding of the heart, Lord God. So not one word would fall to the ground, but that all would be be planted in fertile soil and that all would spring up with new life. And I pray this in your awesome, precious son's name. I thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing. And I thank you, Jesus, for what you're continuing to do and that what you'll never stop doing. And that is loving your children and growing your children and, and chastening after your children, no matter where they are, where they found themselves. Lord, I thank you for these people. And I thank you for the blessings that they that you have hit up in the heavens for them. And you're just waiting them for, for them to reach up and say, Papa, I'm ready. I'm ready for what you want to do for me next I'm ready for what you have for me next and I'm ready to let go of the things that have been weighing me down for so long Lord God I just thank you and I pray that that release comes in the hearts and the minds of these people Lord God so that we would be we would be the generation to carry your torch so that we would be the generations which signs and wonders and miracles would would follow Lord God not that we would follow them but that they would follow us in the name of Jesus and I pray that right now I thank you Lord thank you Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Father, I just want to thank you for the things that you've done and the things that you've continued to do in our lives and the lives of many, Father God. And Lord, as the time draws near, as the time for your coming draws near, draws nigh, 
that Lord, you're, 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 you say in your scripture that you shall pour out your spirit upon all flesh, Father. And Lord, we just ask for a new drink, a new refreshing water, Father God, a new touch from you in, in whatever form that may come, Father God. But Lord, just let it be your, your true, your authentic, your holy, your genuine, Father God. And Lord, let the words that we proclaim out of our, our mouths become life to those that need it, to, to, to bread and meat to those that need it, Father God, not those that just uh, seek it and for their own wants and their desires, Father. But Lord, uh, send us to the people as throughout this week, send us to the people that you need us to reach. Just allow us to become a bold mouthpiece for you, Father. And I just want to say thank you for all the things that you have done, will do, and will continue to do in our lives. In your son's awesome, precious, mighty name. Amen and amen. Thank you for that there, love. Um, Wow. Praise God. Well, brothers and sisters, I want to kind of dive into tonight's message. Um, I'm really excited about tonight's message. I don't really have all of it down. Um, I was going to go in an original different venue, different vein from uh, the original post because uh, tonight's topic is abomination of desolation. And many out there will probably be thinking, I, I was originally going to go down to uh, what the Lord talked about, the 70-year uh, desolation spoken about in Daniel, um, from the prophet Daniel. And I might get into that, but I need a little bit more revelation on that because as I was reading it, um, there's a couple venues I wanted to take or a couple veins I wanted to take or rabbit trails that I needed to go down. But tonight, I'm going to see how much of this I can cover. And I did want to kind of read because order for us to get truly what's going to happen, I, I want to read out of uh, both Matthew tonight. I'm going to be reading out of Matthew, and if we have some time, I'm going to be reading out of the out of the book of Daniel starting from um, – Chapter ooh, what is this? Uh, chapter chapter seven through nine, and I just want to kind of read that. And I want you guys, and in, in, while I'm doing this, I want you to keep in mind what it's going to be like in the second coming of the time of God. All right, the second coming of Christ, as some say it, or, or or whenever the Lord shows back up with all His strength. All right. So in the book of Matthew 24, the Lord speaks about His coming. Okay, in Matthew 24, uh, I'm going to read verses one through five, and just bear with me. Okay, and Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and His disciples came to Him for a show, Him the buildings of the temple, and Jesus said to him, See ye. Not all these things. Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left one stone unton, uh, upon another that shall not be thrown down. And yet, and as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the signs of thy coming and the end of thy world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come. I'm just going to actually stop right there. And Matthew, in just those few scripture verses right there, you know, obviously he's talking about, you know, the overthrowing of the temple. But what actually got me down this path today, I just want to get, give you guys a little side note. What got me down this path is um, today I was actually thinking about this. I was thinking about this quite extensively. Um, I see a lot of different places, people posting about zombie apocalypse, you know, how, how equating the Pokemon Go and, the you know, the new Pokemon game to uh, zombies and stuff like that. And you know what? That's true. And the cyber age and the digital age. And um, I, I was just hearing about a lot of the shootings that have taken place and just, just meditating upon the last seven years or eight years in particular about the shootings, the suicides, the massive deaths that are happening and, you know, a lot of the unexplained things that are going on, um, both in the the U.S. and in Canada, and pretty much worldwide, with all the bombings, and you know what? Everybody's saying ISIS, terrorists, 
and all these other different things. And I'm thinking, Lord, man, Lord, Lord, everyone is crying out, and, and, and they're kind of focused on the wrong things. I said, Father, uh, I, I'm like, they're, they're kind of focused on the wrong things, Lord. What is it that we need to really be focused on? Um, I even see to go so far as, as some pastors, you know, bring it out to light, bring it to light, true, bring them truly to light. Um, this, this past congregate, uh, there's a past uh, thing with a gathering of prophets that were charging literally 600 bucks a head. And um, I think, what is it, 1200 at a table? Um, it's just ridiculous for a prophecy for a four-day or a one-day conference. I forget how long. But anyways, it, it's stupid a lot of money. And I started just to start thinking about our economic situation, our political situation, and all these other different things. You have different people from um, all around, I'd say, the, 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 the table of the Lord. Um, they're all discussing about really different things, and I'm saying, okay, Father, I know, I know your word says, be not ignorant of your of the enemy's devices. Um, you know, be wise to his schemes, his ploys, and the tax of the, uh, you know, the ploys and schemes of the devil or the evil one. And I said, all right, Father, that is cool, fine, and dandy, but are we not supposed to uh, basically prepare ourselves for this already? I mean, if any of us have read any snippet of uh, at least read through the New Testament or Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four, uh, the four, the four first gospels, the first four gospels. Um, we would understand that the Lord clearly said these things will come. I mean, all over Scripture, I remember reading, uh, you know, um, my sheep know my voice, and a stranger they shall not follow. You know, wide is the gate to hell, and many shall go. Narrow is the path to heaven, and few shall fall or find. Um, everybody that calls upon the name Lord, Lord, you know, uh, I say, depart from me, I never knew you. So a lot of these other different things, are just these scriptures are going through my mind that gets me to start thinking, you know, are we focused on the wrong things today? Um and I know I have in my little caption box here, it says – hold on one second. Okay. It says basically uh, – says blessings, brothers and gentlemen, tonight and uh, talk about seven years of desolation spoken by the prophet Daniel and by our Lord. And Matthew, the Lord is telling his disciples about the end times and the second coming. He lists all that which is about to happen where those times now – are we in those times now or are they far off? And you know what? Really, I want to ask this question. You know, to, to, to the believers that recognize the signs of the times, are we close? Are we a lot closer than we think? To the coming of the Lord, or are is it a lot further away? I just want to I just want to ask this question. I want to throw this out there. Um, now, of course, Jesus says, you know, nobody knows when I'm supposed to come except for the Father, which is in heaven. You know, not even I, the Son, knows. You know, the time or the hour. So be ready, be ready. You know, be ready like the 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 the, the, the virgins. You know, the ten virgins. So this got me down this path into the book of Daniel or in the book of Matthew, and I started reading, and you know the Lord is equating the desolation of the temple and all these other different things. So this is where I'm kind of going at, and hopefully this will answer not only my question but some questions to others on what we really need to be placing our focus on. Is it coming against all these other different things, TV shows? I know, granted, uh, you you're mature enough. If I'm, I'm speaking to you that are mature, sound in the meat. You know what TV shows you're not supposed to watch. You know what games you're not supposed to watch. You know what's taking away your time from the Lord. Matter of fact, if I can be truthful and honest, I got rid of my Xbox One today. Um, it, it's not because of anything I was doing 
anything on there was bad or wrong. It was taking up a lot more of my time, the time that I could spend reading the Word, studying the Word of God, getting to know His voice a lot more. Because you know, at times I complain myself. I say, Father, you know, why are you quiet to me? Why, why have has your voice or your heaven shut up around me? And He says, They haven't. You just haven't been spending time to look to see if they're open or closed or not. And uh, he, he pointed me back to my Xbox because I'd spend literally even four hours a day on that thing was way too much. Um, you know, at times I didn't feel like doing anything. I, uh, whenever I became under attack, I started pouring my energy and effort into that. And um, that would take up my time. And um, you know what? Nothing was really getting done or accomplished in the kingdom of God or for God. So you know what? I, um, I sold it today um, for a lot less than I paid for it. But you know what? I'm not even worried about that because in, in the natural mind, you might have counted that as a loss or some people saying, aha, see, they don't hold their value. Yes, even though that might have been a loss in the natural, it's still actually a gain in the spiritual because I'm, I'm trading up the natural things for spiritual things. And really, that's where we're supposed to lay our riches. So anyways, I want to continue on. Um, where did I leave off? I left off in Matthew four four, or uh, Matthew twenty four four. And Jesus said, and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, Christ, and shall deceive many. Okay, there's only the start. This is only the start of the true stuff, the good stuff, um, the stuff of the whenever she, stuff hits the fan. Basically, in Matthew twenty four, um, one uh, one through five. Basically, the Lord is talking about all those who call themselves Christ shall be deceived shall deceive many today you hear about these big mega corporation churches a lot of these people that are going there giving false words um, even 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 giving true words but for the wrong intents and motives um, for people that are out there in the prophetic ministry you can understand that you know what somebody even true prophets of God can actually prophesy out of their soulish realm because you know it, it talks about in scripture that you know whenever um, the, the prophets came to the people of Israel they said do not prophesy to us harsh things prophesy to us smooth things you know uh, gentle things things that we want to hear and there's a lot of prophecies out there that will that will tickle your natural ear, uh, tickle your ear, but they won't really feed you. They won't really challenge you because you know what? I'm not saying that you got to prophesy hard things, but you know what? Every time I read about the prophets in the Old Testament and New, they come to bring a stern word, a steady word. Because you know what? If you chastise a child, you know it says, uh, "Don't don't be afraid to whip your child." You know, for those that you know uh, get the rod, basically, they're they uh, you're, you're you're saving their soul. Um, and I, I, I equate this to this because you know what today everybody says the only time you're supposed to prophesy is to edify um, what is it edify exhort and comfort you know yes and you can look at it through the soft things that you know what if God tells somebody to change their mind then you can't go around saying thus saith the Lord you know if you don't do this you're going to burn in hell you know you can't do that. Well I say this is that you know what you need to prophesy what the Lord has put on your heart. For that person, don't tell people what they want to hear. Tell them what they need to hear, and there's a big difference between that. Um, people that come up sometimes to prophesy or have me pray for them, they they want me to pray about things that they want, not things that the Lord needs them to do or things that the Lord needs them to change. All right. Um, let me give you an example. Somebody, uh, uh, I'd say what a couple weeks ago love um wait somebody somebody asked me to pray for him it's weird I, I i have their face in my mind but anyways they came up praying for me you know they wanted me to pray about their about their home and about all these other different things and i was like okay cool and you know as soon as i started praying for them i prayed for what they need because you know what the scripture does say if you have needs take them before your brothers and sisters you know don't be afraid to ask but 
you know, after they left, I really didn't feel like there was any change in them. I didn't feel like there was any, um, how can I put it, this uh, fruit from it. So, matter of fact, I felt more drained than before they actually came. And why is that? Because I, I kind of broke into what they wanted to hear. There's a lot of people that will come up to you to pray for them. Uh, you know, well, pray for my, pray for my job, pray for a new car, pray for this, pray for that, pray for this, pray, 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 pray. And I'm like, oh my lord, you guys are not understanding this. That you know what? And in times, instead of asking for every single prayer, because you know what the Lord says, I know your needs before you ask of them. And I'm going to tie this back into prophecy in just a little bit, because you know what? You could even consider prayer as prophecy because what you what's coming out of your mouth you can you can either speak life or death you know blessings or cursings to that same thing with prophecy you know prophets of God they got to be very careful what they speak into the atmosphere and you know what I'm guilty of that sometimes because you know me as a yuck, uh, up and coming young man you know what? I say things that are very harsh and out of anger I react but you know what I need to be careful even with my own tongue my own mouth and what I say and even if I disagree with things I need to be careful on how I do that because you know what I'm speaking that to the atmosphere. Um, you know, our words hold power. So I could equate this even to a lot of false prophets. You know, um, this is kind of going on the low end, or maybe it's the extreme. I don't know. But there are going to be many that uh, take heed that no man deceives you. Take heed that no man deceives you. I don't care if they're called apostle this or teacher this or evangelist that. I don't care. Um, right now, today, in today's world, uh, in today's church world, you see a lot of people deceiving a lot of other people. Um, same thing with this guy named Todd White. Now, I'm not calling him a deceiver, but I'm saying, you know what, I agree with most of the things that he's saying, but this one thing kind of pricked my heart whenever he says, you know what, you uh, people that start their own home Bible studies because they've been hurt by church, you're, you're sitting around licking wounds that you need to get plugged back into a church. I say yes and no, because um, if you don't find an area in a church in your area or I should say a believer a remnant believer in your area that can you can come and you actually feed off each other you actually sharpen each other if you can't find that then start it but don't use that as an excuse as your own hurts and wounds to go off and not seek and find okay there's a lot of people out there that are not seeking and, and seeking to find the like-minded believers seeking um, the assembly of yourselves together you know forsake not the assembly of yourselves together there are many people out there that are seek not doing that because they don't even want to try. Instead, they say, you know what? I'm not even going to try because I'm not going to find it. I look at my area. It's super staunchy, super religious, so I'm not even going to try it. I'm just going to do my own thing. You know, don't do that, but, you know, at least try to reach out. And if you can't find it, go start up your own thing. You know, I got nothing against home churches, man. I love them. Um, so anyways, take heed that no man deceives you. You got to be very careful on how people want to deceive you. And many will deceive you in many different types of ways. They'll call themselves this, call themselves that. But behind them, they are very, very, uh, how can I put this? They are wolves in sheep's clothing. Um, so anyways, I'm going to continue off that subject. For, shall, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. I can say this, that there are many today. Right now, we see this kind of fall. We kind of see Matthew 24 uh, unfolding before our very eyes. Right now, you have many that are coming in the name of Christ, you know, saying, I am a child of God. 
and they're deceiving a lot of people because you know what they're telling you to throw away your Bibles. They're telling you that um, that you the gifts are not operative, uh, not operating today. That you see that you know you have to conform to this or conform to that or die. Especially that whole big movement that's still kind of going on. At least it's quieted down quite a bit in my own ears. Is the Chrislam movement? You know the Christian Islam movement. Um, we see a lot of different people pushing that still. Even uh, now it's acceptable. You know with the transgender thing. I know I'm a little far behind the bandwagon, but I don't follow the trends. All right. Um, but, you know, even with this, uh, the transgender thing, the whole transgender bathroom, um, people that are saying, well, God loves gays too. You know, yeah, he loves the sinner, but he really does hate the sin. He doesn't He doesn't love what they're doing, but they are still his. You know what? And we can't condemn them because they are still a part of the world and they did not know him. But um, allowing, uh, you know, gay pastors and all these other different things inside the church, I am totally against this because of the pure fact that once you are a child of God, you need to give away to your tendencies. You need to give away to your flesh. Um, if, if you desire as a as a man or a woman of God, if you guys desire or you have something in you that is totally, uh, how can I say this, uh, pushing your flesh to go towards the same sex, abstain from it because you know what? As soon as you as soon as you think about that, you're indulging it because you know what? As the Apostle Paul says, many uh, many should stay single for you know the kingdom's sake. You know, um, uh, blessed is he that findeth a wife. You know, man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing. But you know what? If you can't abstain yourself from that, if that's your only motivation to be drawn to another person, you need to uh, you know probably back yourself out of that situation. So, anyways, there are many people today that are calling uh, that are saying they're Christians, that are saying that they're followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, but they're really not. Instead, they're causing chaos and confusion, and they're deceiving many based upon what they share and how they share it, okay? So we're actually seeing this part of Matthew already unfolding. It's already unfolding. Okay, so to continue on in the rest of Matthew uh, 6 through 8, it says... And you shall hear of wars, rumors of wars, see that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation, the kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilence, earthquakes, and diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. So the Lord is saying, first comes to uh, first comes the lies, basically. This is what he, I could break this down into three, uh, three categories in Matthew. Um, first comes the lies and deceit, then comes the persecution of his people which is going on to this day but there, there there there's another thing i wanted to make a point on and that's many shall be offended and betrayed uh one another shall hate another and this is just the same uh non-believers those that call themselves kin okay and where i'm getting at is um let me just go ahead and go back it says uh there shall be wars and rumors of wars we already know that there's wars going on i mean for crying out loud this whole fake war between isis and whatever that they're sending all our troops over there and there's a lot of these troops that are actually guarding poppy fields so we understand the, the the significance behind these things you know even within civil war right now you got the black lives matter group group movement that is actually pushing for uh the persecution of cops i mean believe it or not um going anti-government you know what as much anti-government as we are or you might think you are you still must pray for your government you still must pray for those that are over you that's a biblical standard that's a biblical thing that will not go away you cannot stop praying for somebody because they believe in something else, all right? Look at the prophet Daniel. Daniel was under a lot of kings that focused, that, that worshipped false gods, and they were they, they were not shy about it. Uh, matter of fact, they forbid a lot of people from worshipping, um, you know, the one true living God of Israel. 
And um, you know what? God still used Daniel to speak to them. Matter of fact, Daniel was highly praised because of that. Uh, look at Moses. You know what? Moses was underneath Pharaoh. Um, Pharaoh was not following after the one true living God. He was following after his own gods. And you know what? God still used uh, Moses in that situation. So you know what? Just because you're in a nation, in a country, in a region that is not somebody that is not following after the Lord, guess what you need to be doing? Praying that God sends a true prophet of God to them, a prophet to the nations, to go and start suading them. Because you know what? The reason why these people don't believe in, in, in the God we serve and believe in Jesus is because they have not seen his power. Okay, They've only been seen shown the power of the dark one. That's why uh, Pharaoh was following after all his gods, man, and he had the diviners, he had the sorcerers and magicians and stuff like that because they were able to do things. They had power. Um, same thing with King Nebuchadnezzar and, and, and his uh, soothsayers. These people, they had a lot of things right. But they could not do the one thing that the true and authentic children of God can do, okay? So I got into all this. So you guys cannot be saying, going against your government on one side and saying, you know, uh, you're a believer in Christ and the other. Because you know what? That's just giving us an excuse not to try. That's just giving us an excuse as to say, you know what? I'm not going to pray for somebody without their leg because, uh, you know, what if God doesn't heal that leg? Well, uh, I'm not going to pray for my government because what? What if the government uh, doesn't change? Well, if, if you're stuck with that what ifs, you know what? Don't be troubled by it, but you know what? you got to pray for these things, all right? So all of these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So you know what? These things, all these wars, all these false prophets, all these people that are coming in the name of Christ, Antichrist, whatever, um, the time is not yet here, okay? For the nation shall rise against nations, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilence, earthquakes, and diverse places. All these things are beginning of sorrows. So we see again. We see earthquakes out in the Middle East. We, I mean, not not Middle East, but you know, you see earthquakes, tsunamis. Um, uh, even just recently, a volcano erupted, I think, somewhere. Um, so there's a lot of things going on. A lot of natural disasters going on. Um, there's famines. You know, people are starving to death in over uh, other different countries. You see heat waves that just got done hitting the U.S. And I don't know if they're still hitting the U.S. now. So uh, and there was not too long ago there was a tornado that took out over 50, 50 families from their home. Um, you know, uh, a native reservation up here got hit with uh, with with two tornadoes, man, the same time, and uh, ripped up a lot of houses. So we cannot say that just because these things are increasing, that we need to go running off into the middle of the street and say, "Kingdom of God is here." Yes, it has come, but Christ has not come yet. He's saying that these are just the beginning of sorrows. So uh, don't get yourself all worked up. Don't don't be selling off your stuff tomorrow. Just recognize that these things are happening. So you know what? Don't stress about it. All right, but be wise. Be be be. Now that you know that these things are here, you need to start pressing it a little bit more. Okay. And there shall uh, then shall they deliver you to be afflicted and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. I think that's going on right now. We're actually seeing um, the the words in scripture, Jesus's words, right now being fulfilled. Um, first, we went through all these other different things. We went through people attacking the church. Now we're actually seeing people directly attacking Christians. Um, you know, with the Muslims, I do believe that this is they shall uh, deliver you to be afflicted and shall kill you and shall be hated for all nations for my namesake. Right now, we are probably one of the most hated uh, religions out there, not because we are so this or we're so that. 
It's because there's so much darkness filling the earth right now that we are being picked on. We are being attacked, singled out, and you know what? This is uh, this is weeding out a lot of people's faith, man. A lot of Christians are going to turn from their faith, and this is just the beginning of it. You know, we got ISIS beheading literally Christians by the thousands. Now we uh, there was uh, just uh, love. Wasn't there just a report not too long ago about a priest being drug out of his uh, church and his throat slid out in, uh, somewhere out there in the Middle East? Uh, I am not sure. I know something happened with one of the Catholic priests at the Vatican or something, but I I don't know if that's the same what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Anyways, thank you for that, love. You know, so we see these things going on, and, and you know what? They're going so bold to go in there. But yet and still, right now, us as Christians or us as believers of the way or whatever we want to call us, um, children of the Most High, let's just put it that way, uh, we're so bittery bickering and try to please everybody and try not to offend people um, – that that you know what that the enemy's gaining ground on us and he's gaining ground pretty dang fast man he's gaining ground fast brothers and sisters and whoa dude you know i i don't want to be us but you know what so we need to look around man we need to get back our clothes but from the lord so we got a lot of things we're actually seeing um the book of matthew being filled out at least chapter well, excuse me, chapter 24 being filled out, fulfilled before our eyes. So anyways, nations are rising up against nations. Right now in the UN, there's a lot of national things going on where where um, some people are actually pulling away from, from that. And you know what? They're, uh, the UN, the United Nations, um, oil prices are dropping because of it. Gold and silver is kind of going up. So you see a lot of different effects of this. And you know what? Nations are kind of splitting up. They're kind of doing their own thing. They want to become independent. They're trying to break away from the world one one world order system or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So anyways, you see that going on. And then, then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. I see that going on right now before my eyes within the last week. Um, I was talking about, you know, what does it matter if you call Jesus Jesus or Yahweh, Yeshua, um, Ruah, you know, whatever. Whatever, uh, Wanikia in my culture, you know, is, so it doesn't matter what you call him. Just call him Abba Father if you can't gain anything. You know, quit trying to be in, be politically correct or incorrect. Man, call him Father, whatever. I don't care. So right now we see a lot of people, a lot of Christians offending other Christians because um, even within the Watchmen community, even within the Deliverance community, you have other people offending other people. Well, we can't, you know, and they're, they're betraying one another. They're, they're putting each other out on blast. They're saying, well, this person spews hate and hate and hate and hate. Well, guess what? Shortly after that, in Matthew uh, twenty-four ten, it says, "And shall hate one another." Right now, we are seeing that fulfilled. Um, you see a lot of believers going against one another. They're betraying each other. <laughs> I mean, they're putting each other on blast, and they're straight up hating each other, man. Come on. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. We see that going on right now. Well, that's been going on for a long time. That's just not now. And because the iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Right now, we see so many people preaching the fluff-puff gospel that, you know what, their iniquity is abounding. And because of that, many people's hearts are waxing cold because they're like, you know what, we can do whatever we want, and and, 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 and they're getting offended, and they're, they're getting turned off by people that are trying to tell you to repent from the things that you're doing. Get out of your stinking thinking, guys. Come on. So anyway, so we're enabling that, but you know what? Well, I'm just telling you guys, for those of you that are just now tuning in, I'm just now sharing just a little bit about what the Lord has laid on my heart concerning the end times, all right? And this ain't even 
even the this ain't even the good stuff, you know. This ain't even the cool stuff that's going on. This is just letting you guys know stuff's going to get bad before it gets worse. Actually, it's going to get much worse before the Lord comes. If you think things are bad now, man, whoo, you better put yourself through some training because uh, what comes later is going to be whoo, it's going to be bad. All right, uh, let's see how much time do we have left. We have about five minutes left on MixLR. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and refresh that here in a bit as soon as that timer runs down. And you know what? We might even go another hour um, because I'm kind of beginning to like this topic quite a bit. And uh, we probably might go on a short minute break um, at the top of the hour, okay? I'll get you guys something to drink, and I'm going to have probably a refill on my coffee or maybe get a bottle of water. I don't know. It says, and he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then shall the end come. Okay? So right here in Matthew 24, 13, it says, But he, he, brothers and sisters, that means you and me, that means him and her, um, it means the children of God who endure till the end. The same shall be saved. For those of you that are enduring through the persecution, through the hate, through all these other different things that we see going on, and you're not really focused on them, but you keep your eyes focused on the Lord, you know, you'll be saved from all this. You know, you'll be saved from the worry, the taxation, all the all the looking over your shoulder. It don't matter if the FBI comes breaking in your house tomorrow and seizes you, because you know what? If you lose your, if you if you love your, if you try to save your life, you're going to lose it. You know what? And if you lose your life, so shall you find. It. All right, and this gospel of the kingdom, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then, then shall the end come. So you know what? You know what? The gospel still needs to be preached. The gospel is going to go everywhere. Um, we haven't quite seen that yet, but you know what? Everybody is going to witness the kingdom come. They're going to be witnessing the true, the authentic. And then the end shall come. All right? Then the end will start to come because this right here is just I would say the desolation of sorrows. I would say this is just the beginning of sorrows. Um, this is just the, the, the foreshadowing before the end. And um, people think that after the end comes, after all this happens, then the end comes, then Christ comes. But we're missing an actual big chunk there. Um, that in Matthew four, uh, 24, 15 says, When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of uh, by, the da uh, by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Who reads it, let him understand. So you know what? That right there is just the beginning. That's just the beginning. This is just called sorrows, the beginning of sorrows. What the true desolation, abomination of desolation happens is shortly after that. And for that, I do want to take you to the book of Daniel. Um, and we're going to actually reach on that by next, uh, the next coming hour. But what we discussed was not the end, but just the start of the end, which we could count down to about 70 years of all things coming, which is about the Lord said in verse 15. So uh, the 70 years of which the, the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of by the prophet Daniel, that was actually the seventh, uh, the seven, uh, the 70 year uh, desolation, or I should say, yeah, desolation. Um, but basically, let's go ahead and take it right here. For those of you that don't quite know what that is or the abomination, desolation, what I'm talking about, it says for us to understand this, let's take, take, at the, let's take a look at the word abomination in the Greek. It means something that is disgusting, that is often associated with that which is defiling or idolatrous. All right, Is that going on right now? To a degree, but you know what? That's just so small compared to what's actually going to happen. And the Hebrew, the mean, the the main is the same. Uh, this means the same and is associated with the pagan idols. The word. Uh, 
the word desolation means to be in can uh whoa, whoa I can't even say that and is uninhabitable and devastating. So anyways, unconditional uh, it's uninhabitable and devastating. So anyways, so that's abomination and desolation. You guys go look it up. Anything that I'm saying, go read it up because I kind of scripture cannot lie against itself. You know what? God cannot write scripture to contradict itself. And you know what? This right here for those of you that need an extra oomph, we're going to go back to Daniel and you know what? If you need more of an extra oomph, you can go out to Revelation. If you need an even bigger oomph, you can go back all the way down to the prophet Jeremiah, because this is literally, Daniel got this from the prophet Jeremiah. Um, and you know what? To go look even further beyond that, there's some extra biblical text. So you know what? You could be at this for a long time. But just a, just a very skim over, very quick overview of this. This is some very small things that are going to happen. Amen? So anyways, brothers, you guys that are in MixLR, don't go anywhere. I'm going to refresh the page. We're going to be on a short couple-minute break, and then we'll be right back talking about in the book of Daniel. Amen? God bless you guys. We'll see you right back here in just a couple seconds. Don't go anywhere, okay? You know what I mean? Uh, and let's go a million miles away by Hawk Nelson. Amen. Come. Oh, no, 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 no. You know what? Uh, above all. Let's go do above all. Give us about five minutes. Amen. We'll see you guys here in a second. Don't go nowhere. Uh, if you lose your page, just go ahead and refresh it on MixLR. If he doesn't want to load up or you lose sound, just refresh it. Amen. We'll be right back.
right. Well, I guess we're back. I know I kind of cut that song a couple a couple seconds short. But before we get going, I think my wife has something quick here to share. All right. Amen. I was just going to say, welcome back to Pine Ridge Warriors Radio if you're just joining us. Uh, but with that being said, Curtis, go for it. Oh, well, I didn't think you were going to do all that. Um, well, okay. Well, hey. Anyways. Well, yeah. Well, love. Sorry. I didn't mean to do that. My bad. <laughs> well, anyways, I want to thank you guys again. Like just what my wife said, is thank you guys for joining, uh, sticking with us. Um, for those of you, I just want to just throw this out before we get back on this. Uh, for those of you that are just now tuning in, we just shared a little bit about the book of Matthew um, in Matthew 24. Okay, by the way, I'm not a complete Bible scholar. I, I have spent some time on this today, but w- the vein I really wanted to get into is not really what came up. This just so happens to come out of this. And I know this is very rudimentary for some people, but we need to understand exactly um, what's playing out before our eyes. And, you know, I I want to throw this question out again, like I threw out at the beginning of the show. Is the time of the coming of the Lord really drawing closer? Is it drawing closer, or is it a lot further away than we really think? All right, now I know there's more into the desolation of tribulation, you know, basically. Um, there's a lot more to this, and um, I, I really couldn't tell you much more beyond from what I understand. I mean, I haven't taken like four or five days to understand this. Um, but I am doing my best for what I got and the understanding I got. Now, if you guys if you guys have a lot more to say, please email me, man. If you guys think that some things are not quite gelling right, email me. I love to talk with you guys. You know what? I, I don't know it all. I'm not sitting here as a know-it-all. Um, we're still growing as I grow. You know, I share what I learn, you know, amen? So I think that's a, that's a pretty good um, starting place. Anyways, so I'm going to read here real quick. Actually, not real quick, but I'm going to read a couple things out of uh, the book of Daniel. Starting with chapter 7, and I want to read specifically his vision of the four, the four great beasts. And I want you guys, as I'm sitting here, I want you guys to sit and meditate on these things. I want you to keep in mind what I shared on the first, uh, the first hour um, before we went on break. I want you guys to keep that in mind and look this up. Um, compare this with what's going on in Scripture plus uh, what, what, what you know the Lord is saying, okay? So I just thought this was pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to start right here. And he had a dream. Basically, Daniel had a dream. Um, his head upon his bed, and then he wrote the dream and told the sum, um, told to sum the matter. Daniel spake and said, "I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heavens strove above the great sea, and the four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion and had an eagle's head, uh, had eagle's wings, and I beheld the wings therefore were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand before the feet as man, and man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like the like a bear, and it right." raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in its mouth, and of it between the teeth of it, and they said uh, thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. And after this I beheld, and lo, another, like a leopard, which has been upon the back of its four wings of a fowl, and the beast had also four heads, and the uh, dominion was given to it. So dominion was given to um, this specific animal, this this one that wasn't quite like the rest. Um, or actually, no, then there's the next one. And then I saw the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, strong exceedingly, and had great iron teeth, and it devoured and, and barked uh, in, pace, in pieces and stamped um, 
stamped the residue with its feet of it, and it was uh, diverse from all these beasts, beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up upon them uh, another little horn, for whom there was three of the first horns plucked out plucked up by the roots, and behold, this horn were eyes like eyes of a man, and mouth speaking great things." Um, and continuing on to verse 9, it says, I beheld till the three horns were cast down, and the ancients of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool, and throne was like the fiery flame, and his wills as burning fire. Um, so the fourth, the four beasts showed up, and then basically the Lord came. Um, to me, this actually, as I was reading this, you know, earlier today, my heart was actually being troubled. The same feeling I get from whenever I stand in front of, uh, you know, an authority figure or something like that, my heart actually began to pound, and I could feel a little bit of anxiety coming over me as I was beginning to read this because in my mind I started picturing really what this was going to look at and um, how troubling this really is. And I don't know why it troubled me so much, and that's why I kind of wanted to go along with this. Um, that's why I saved this. For for the next hour because I, I don't really know why this troubled me so much, but it did. It troubled my heart. Um, it troubled the very essence of who I am about this, about the coming judgment, okay? It says, uh, and then a fiery stem issued and came forth from before him. Thousands and thousands ministered unto him, tens of thousands times 10,000 stood before him and the judgment was set and the books were open and I beheld them because of the voice of the great words which which the horn spake I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burnt, burning flame and concerning the rest of the beast they had their dominion taken away yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time and I want to just stop right there because you know what no matter how great things might seem to get no matter how bad things might seem to get and no matter how bad things will get, um, either that be through uh, uh, the government ruling, either that be come through um, the Antichrist, whoever that might be at this point, no matter how dark things might get, no matter how uh, heavy um, Satan's things might get, we got to understand that their dominion was given to them and it was taken away from them. That, you know what, Christ is still the end all. And, um, you know what? We need to really start learning to become more sound in who we are as believers, as who we are for children of God, as children of God, as His, and uh, not really be scared to step out before Him. Because you know what? No matter how big um, the enemy want, might want to make himself, no matter how big the church has made the enemy, the devil, um, oh, the devil this, the demons this, the demons that, for those of you that are going through that, and I'm not condemning you, but for those of you that are actually going down that vein, I want you to keep in mind is greater is he that is in me than he that is of this world all right that the devil is still running around like a roaring lion seeking to whom he may devour the better way i can put this is he's like a lion with no teeth all right um he can bark he can yell he's like a dog chained up on a leash a vicious dog on a leash he can bark at you he can snarl at you all he wants but he's still chained up and he's still underneath the foot of god now many uh non-believers many atheists that might hear this they'll be like so what do you mean that god created evil and you know he created the devil and all this and that yes i would say and you know what that might actually put me out there because you know what irrespective no matter what he creates no matter what happens it's still for his good. It's still to turn his people, which are evil to begin with, that, that were uh, men's hearts are evil and who knows it, you know, um, even going back to the beginning. So it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the, in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. 
Um, you guys got to understand and realize what, why God destroyed the earth to begin with, because uh, the the creation that He created, man and woman created He Him, um, and man created He Them. You know, through Adam and Eve, that you know what, because of their decisions, because of uh, that God loved them, He gave them free will. He didn't want them to be like angels. He didn't want them to be like angels that had no will. Instead, He created them with free will, with with the decision to eat, um, the the decision to choose between good or evil, you know, uh, life or death, basically. And, you know, unfortunately, um, they allowed uh, the, the Satan, the serpent, to come and whisper things in their ear, and they fell. But because of that, you know what? Man, instead of saying, okay, I recognize where I fell, and I think many of us can relate to this, no matter what we do, that we seem that instead of going towards God's good graces, instead of uh, thanking him for his mercy, like Daniel did later on in, um, in Daniel, uh, I think, 9, you know what? He pleaded to God. He said, you know what? Forgive us, O Lord. Uh, forgive me of my sins, my iniquities, and my transgressions basically against you. And I'm paraphrasing that, of course. But he's saying, forgive me. Instead of us going to the Father with a repentive heart, I don't know why. I think um, human beings, us as uh, flesh and blood vessels, were gluttons for punishment. Because uh, no matter what, no, no matter what happened during the time of Noah and after the flood, man still is going back in this repetitious cycle. And I don't really get it. I don't understand why that happened. But even even today, even us Christians, even us believers that are knowing what God's Word says, we're still going in that constant fruitless repetition cycle. And you know what? I think it's going to continue to happen until until something extreme happens to where, you know what? God's children will repent, and they will start seeking the Father's face, and they will start seeking the Father's heart again. And um, you know what, you guys? Woe unto us, man. Really, woe unto us, because there should be no reason why we're, 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 we're so far behind right now. Now, um, I can look at it this through two ways. Either whenever the Lord comes, we can either be battle-ready, battle-hardened, or we can be uh, weak and tired and worn out. Because it says that, you know what, Satan will come to wear out the saints. In the end times, you know, the, the Antichrist will come to wear out the saints. You know, the saints will be tired. They're going to be whooped. Kind of like going through a 10-round boxing fight or a 12-round bout or however long those guys go. Okay? So, um... But for some reason, the Lord had me in highlight, I beheld till the three horns were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garments were white as snow. So irrespective of what happens, the Lord still wins. He still wins. I'm sorry. Um, for those of you that think that the devil's going to win, I don't care. I don't care about that because, you know what, my Bible clearly tells me that the Son of God will win. All right, and then the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the angel comes down and he gives the, well, the, this, somebody else gives an interpretation of the dream. Um, until the Ancient of Days came and the judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. You guys got to understand that we are called to possess the kingdom, that God gave dominion back to us you know, after his first coming, but even after all the tribulation, after all the wars, after all the, the things going on in the supernatural, he still gave us dominion. He still gave us power and authority. And for those that actually survived, those that actually per persevered through this, you know what? They 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 matured. They did a quick maturing, a, a forced maturing thing, um, kind of like the same way you do a forced reboot on your computer or, or go back in there and clean everything up. That's basically what this is going on. And he still gave us um, – 
and, and the judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. It is time for us to understand that God has given us the kingdom, that we need to go and possess it. we got to go and subdue it. We need to start going and subduing our areas, subduing even our fleshly nature, our carnal nature, the things that are emanating against God. Um, you know, we need to start having dominion over that because you know what even though that we're walking around in our meat suits as my wife so aptly put um we still have power and authority over that we still have authority of what we put in our body what comes out of our body we still have power on what we choose to accept or reject okay so anyways there uh daniel had a, a second vision and i kind of want to share that um, it appeared unto me that Daniel, after that which appeared unto me the first time, and I saw a vision, and it came to pass when I saw it, uh, saw I was at Shishun, I can't even pronounce that, basically he was in a couple places, um, and he had a vision about the ram with two horns and the he-goat. Okay, then I lifted up my eyes and saw, and behold, there stood before me a river, a ram, which had two horns, and the two horns were high, but one was higher than the other, and the higher came up last, and I saw the ram pushing westward and northward and southward. So that no beast might stand before him, neither was there any that could deliver out of his hands. But he did according to his will, and he became great. And the he-goat, and um, basically the he-goat, and as I was considering, behold, a he-goat came from the west and the face of the whole earth, and touched not the ground. And the goat had a notable horn between his eyes, and it came to, uh, came to the ram that had two horns, which I had seen standing before the river and ran unto him in the fury of his power. And I saw him come close unto the ram, and he was moved which uh, against the ram, oh, and smote the ram, and broke his two horns uh, before him, and cast down the ram to stand before him. But he could, but he cast down to the ground, and he stamped upon him, and there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hands. And basically after that it says, Therefore he... The he-goat uh, waxed very great, and he was strong, and the great horn was broken, and it came up four notables uh, towards the one, uh, towards the four winds of heaven. So basically it goes on right there. And you know what? I don't know why. I don't know the interpretation of this, but I want to just throw this out there for you guys. Um, basically, they're, 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 I, I see through this that there's going to be a great struggle. I don't know what kind of struggle it is, but there's going to be a great struggle in the natural and in the spiritual for a lot of God's people. Um, and you know what? Woe unto us. But you know what? I wanted to just continue to encourage you guys. So I don't know why the Lord wanted me to share that, but I really do believe that, you know what? Uh, the times are coming close. Are we in the end times? I don't know. But you know what? There's a lot of cool things that are going on. So I just want to encourage you guys, wherever you might be at, whatever it is that you you might be doing get more on fire for the lord um ask him you know what go before his throne room if you feel drained if you feel down if you feel weary feel taxed go before him go seclude yourself and pray speak unto him what one thing that separated a lot of the prophets of old from people today christians today the followers back then you know what they they spent a lot of time in prayer and supplication i don't think we do that enough um hold on excuse me one second I don't think we do that enough, um, or if so, we need to do it more. And you know what? I want to encourage you guys this. I just want to throw this out there. For those of you that, that do want to – if you're sitting out there and you're and you're kind of like me, you know, I, I want to pray for people. I want to do things, um, but I have no venue. I have no avenue. Um, I'm going to try to set this up on Zoom. Apparently, Zoom is free to do. But you know what? Let's all get together and start praying for people, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, even amongst each other, let's, let's kind of fellowship. It costs nothing to do Zoom. It costs nothing to do Skype, especially if you download the app and do it for free. Uh, by the way, I'm not broadcasting for Skype, but you know what? 
let's get together and pray for each other, man. You know what? Um, even if it starts off with four people a day, there's no distance in time. You know what? It might seem foolish, but you know what? We need to go to these extremes. The devil is all over the place. So why can't we be using every single tool that God has given us? You know what? We can use it for his glory. Some people say, well, uh, that's very that's very worldly, using technology and stuff like that. But it would be foolish not to take advantage of what God has given us. Amen? So, Amen. Um, Oh, go ahead, love. Is there anything? I was just going to say I absolutely love that idea, and I don't know why we haven't thought of it before. So that will be happening. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I love it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that come to my mind, but I don't share it, love. You know me. Um, and this is just one thing. You know, either it be Zoom, Skype, whatever, Facebook Live. I don't care. You know, we don't need to be broadcasting to everybody, but you know what? Let's let's start where we can and see where we can affect. You know, you want to pray for Canada? You want doors to open up in Canada? You know what? Come on, come on, Skype, man. Let's pray for Canada. Doors will open up, and who knows? We'll start reaching out to people. Same thing out in your area. Let's gain. Let's let's come together and edify the body together. You know, let's put down our denomination, your denomination, your church, my church, our church. You know what? Nothing believes, you know, nothing that we have really owns, uh, that belongs to us. And it's all God's. Um, Matter of fact, me, my wife, and um, the the, the, uh, mother and father-in-law, we were having a discussion about, you know, winning $10 million in a lottery or whatever, whatever insane amount. And um, basically, you know, we're kind of all in agreement that if we won that money, it wouldn't be ours to begin with. Um, we can follow a biblical principle, tithe 10%, take care of our bills or finances and stuff like that, and then the rest we can blow. But really, what? how much is that going to cost? Buy buy a house? You know what? Two hundred, four hundred thousand. let's go on the extreme end, $600,000 for a house, that's less than a million, you know, and then you tie the million to another church. And then you blow the rest, you know. Come on, guys, that's 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 ludicrous. Let's, if you won the lottery, you know what? Many of you pray to win the lottery, but I don't think we really know what how to handle that. Um, what are you going to do with the money? Can you honestly sit there and say that this is not mine? This is yours, oh God. Do with what what you will. And please don't tell me that God told you to go to the casino and blow like ten million, you know, or another. Uh, Four hundred thousand, or something like that, or forty thousand, uh, to try to get get more and try to invest it, because that ain't gonna work. Um, don't say that uh, he he told me to start my own corporation or my business. That that's not necessarily it either. He's not calling you to be rich. He's not calling us to be rich, but he is saying that money answers all things. That you know what, we're not supposed to worship money. Um, we're supposed to work it and it not work you. I guess some would say. I don't know. But uh, so yeah, so you guys, let's get together one day um, on Skype, whatever. Just, if you don't have one, go make one. If you don't know our, our Skype thing, uh, just message me on Facebook. Uh, my Skype, I think, is Curtis dot Horse Five. I think on on Skype. Um, so yeah, so let's get together. Let's 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 uh, pray for each other in the Holy Ghost, man. Um, if you guys don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know what? Uh, we can help you out on that, man. We can ask you. Uh, we can ask the Father. It, it's very simple. Just open your mouth and let the Lord fill it. If you've confessed Him as uh, your personal Lord and Savior, you know, um, He's there. You know, so let's see the Holy Ghost, man. Let's see you baptized in the Holy Ghost. Go out there and go start speaking in tongues. If you want to do more for the kingdom of God, take a couple Bibles around with you. You know what? I have I have been lately. I've been taking at least two or three Bibles with me, and I'm asking the Lord, wherever I go, 
um, you know, let's go ahead. I said, Father, let let uh, wherever I might be, you know, send somebody my way that I can bless with this, um, that I can share the gospel with. And you know what? Just today, I was saying that again today, and you know, I popped open Facebook, and there's this lady apparently that jumped on a public transportation. She just started sitting there, and she started preaching. She's like, do you guys know the Lord as your Savior? You know, let's get together. And You know, she's like, uh, she started preaching the gospel, start preaching salvation at these people on the train or on the bus. Let's do that. You know what? If you take the bus uh, from here to there, just stand there. What is it? I think like 10 bucks. you can go wherever you want on the bus. Uh, <laughs> you know, so just get on the bus. If you got nothing else to do, if you got a day off, go to the park. Go with the little speaker and just start proclaiming. It don't matter if people boo at you, hiss at you. Man, we already look like fools already in, in, in the world's eyes. So let's make that a positive change. Let's go ahead and reach out to somebody. And you know what? Um, I'm going to these extremes. Well, let's do it. Amen. Amen. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, love, is there anything that you want to share? Anything, anything? I don't think so, but now I'm all revved up about this idea you got. So you got my gears grinding. So everybody <laughs> expect to see something on the website or see something on our Facebook pages about this very shortly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. So um, also, you guys, I just want to throw this out there for those of you that are tuning in. If you guys missed the first hour, um, I suggest you go back on this archive in about an hour after we go off air that will be back on. I want you guys to go and check this out because the first hour, I think that would be pivotal uh, or I should say crucial. Um, For those of you that are just now tuning in, I want to just tell you guys this just real quick for you guys. If you guys want to donate to this ministry and you guys want to see something, rock our logo or rock Pine Ridge Warriors Radio if you want to get it out there, you know – if you want to get her name out there or you just want to help support this ministry and you don't really have a whole lot of finances, um, we'll send you a shirt or something or, you know, you can buy a shirt. We don't have quite the price on that yet. Um, hopefully my wife, uh, love, matter of fact, do you have any rough idea on how much the shirts are going to kind of go for? No, sir. We haven't sat down and talked about that yet. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today after the show and hopefully by this, uh, ooh, actually this weekend, um, I'm going to be out on a trip this weekend. Yeah, believe it or not. So we might have some reruns going, or we might, or who knows, love, you and Mumcha can probably do the show this weekend. Nothing <laughs> is impossible through Christ who strengthens me. Thank you, Father. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, brothers and sisters, I think we're about to call it a night here, but... um. I want to let you guys know this. Uh, we don't have any hoodies. We're going to start off small. Despise not days of small beginnings. Or we're going to start off with the shirts, and then we're going to upgrade to other things. Right now, we just kind of want to get a general idea, and we're not doing this to get rich, guys. We're really not. Um, we're just doing this to, you know, get get some names out there. You know what? We got I, right now. I got on my "I Love Jesus" T-shirt. I heart Jesus. Um, you know what? Just uh, even that. I'm proclaiming this before the world. Wherever I go, people might look at me funny. Um, I actually had an old Baptist uh, whenever I first got this shirt. I had an old Baptist kind of look at me and smile. You know, he's like, hey, I love Jesus. He, he likes that. Um, and who knows, maybe maybe he might hunt me down and get one of these shirts from himself. Um, <laughs> Pine Ridge Warriors socks, yeah. But anyways, um, brothers and sisters, I think that's about it for tonight. I love and appreciate you guys. Always remember, stand tall before man, bow low before God. But before we leave, I just want to go ahead and pray this blessing upon everybody. Father God, I just come before your throne room right now, and I lift up every single listener, either now or on I- future archives, Father God, that, Lord, let your word go out. Let your word impact so many people uh, to, to get to know them more, a desire to want to know them 
more, Father God. And Lord, let the words that are spoken here tonight be not condemn them, but to uplift them, to edify them, to get us up off our butts to go do something for you in your son's awesome, precious, mighty name. I want to say thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. With that being said, I want to say shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. Always remember, stand tall before man, bow low before God. Peace, we're out. And this is Giants Falls by Francesca Battistelli. Peace, we out. Love you guys. Like, babe.